everybody, and welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. I'm your Dungeon Master DM Doug, and tonight we have a very special episode where we announce the final four contestants in our Name an NPC contest. Now, I have some honorable mentions I want to get through first, but first and foremost, love to the loveliest of people. The guys over at the Real Fresh channel, uh, Mission to Zix, they just released a new episode after the longest time. Check them out. I've uh, been listening to a lot of D&D adventure lately, a hilarious lineup of casts. I, honestly, I, I, I love it. Oz9, the guys over at Lizards and Locations, Snyder's Return, and... Much love to the people at Primus Sharp Edge Dice who have a hoodie that we are giving away. And oh, 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 some of the ideas we have had. Don't vote for the barbarian librarian. He's going to win it. Let them vote. <laughs> there is, in fact, a, a rather large list of NPC ideas. I'm going to give you the honorable mention, starting from the very top. This one was a little too much like Tim Hopper. It was going to be a human fighter who's a pacifist, then a halfling sorcerer who's also a master of disguise, and a dragonborn bard who is a skilled blacksmith. We already kind of ran through those. Not bad ideas. This one, this one, honorable mention, a gnome ranger who is a skilled hunter. Twang! Just going to hit with a toothpick. Next, um, a tiefling ranger as a pickpocket. A dwarf wizard who is looking to make a magical brew. I like that one. That one is actually kind of clever. Uh, a half-elf ranger who's actually just looking for more natural colors for paints. That was a good one. <laughs> um, a human bard who only works with wood. So he makes his own instruments, or she makes their own instruments, which not terrible, not terrible. Just it you must know, be a not... big fan of the woodwind, woodwind instruments. And a dragonborn rogue who is a singer. I could not pull that one off if I tried. And lastling, fling paladin, who is a dancer. That one I was a little conflicted on. But the final four are an undead warlock who traded his life for power. A drunken phantom, which is literally a person who drank themselves to death and cannot go to heaven until they kick the drinking habit. A librarian barbarian, who is really pissed off about overdue books. And a dwarven acrobat, who just can't seem to pull everything off. So, that being said, go to Twitter, vote for your favorite. Whoever gets the most vote the librarian barbarian wins a free hoodie i am not saying who the people are who have made these suggestions they are going to be anonymous until announced so check out that on our twitter where we are going to be going though is we're going to be joining all of our characters with the exception of apollo who's going to be walking in shortly as the night progresses on in fact uh agony has found themselves rather wrapped up with their uh newfound cinnamon spice while at the same time the rest of the party has gathered around listening to tim hopper mostly talk the night away bickle jr hearing the stories from tim listening to him talk about his father his travels and everything in between <clears throat> allow me to set the mood 
Set some ambiance. And and Bickle Jr. That that's how he, me and uh, uh Bickle actually flew on the back of Dragon. And then later on, he said that uh, he he fell on the front. He flew on the front of a dragon. I, I didn't really understand that. Eh. Was a little loud. Okay. I know Bickle Jr. soaks all this in. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to cut to Lula real quick. <clears throat> Having woken up in the middle of the night in a drunken stupor, fully recovered, but just rubbing her eyes as she looks around, notices she's in Bickle Jr.'s bedroom, covered up respectively, and you hear uh, at the door. There's someone at my back door and my dog is barking. Okay, so Lula, after having woken up in a, not a stupor, but just a, uh, a, a light haze, after having what is arguably the first drinking night you've had in a while, you look around, notice that you're in uh, Bickle Jr.'s room, you're covered up, dusk has fallen, you're not quite sure how late it is, but it is definitely past sundown. What do you want to do? Is Bickle Jr. in the room? He is not. He is not? In fact, what? you notice that aside from a flickering candle, which is almost completely out, you are alone. Oh. What I'd like to do is, um, is there any, like, note or anything he left saying where he went? Go ahead and make a perception check. Alright, give me just a second. I'm trying to... Uh, perception. Nineteen. You find a small note on the nightstand with a handful of coins. It's folded. I open it to read it. Can you read Dwarvish? You can or you cannot? I can. Yes. You see two words scrawled on the page. Gone Horin. Signed B.J.R. Typical, like father, like son. And you notice there's a small pile of 15 gold coins just for you. I pocket them? You pocket the 15 gold coins. What do you want to do? Well, I guess we're going to Horan. Oh, as you say this, you uh, you get dressed, anything specific, or you're just up and at it? Where's my gown? You don your gown. As you put your gown on, you hear a, at the door. 
stressing and then go to answer it. As you answer it, you notice it is in fact the barkeep. Uh, what he was doing is he was leaving, he was knocking very gently and then putting a paper under the door. It was simply a small menu that you opened to him a shoving under of choice for morning of what to make. Uh, he looks at you. Um, I, I'm not trying to put on, put, look up your dress. I'm I, a menu and you. As you see the, uh, the, the dragon boy of the dragon and blackberry looking a little red in the face while his husband looks behind him and stomps his foot angrily saying you should have been done this an hour ago he's gonna look at him and go no need for a menu is there a tab left on the room they look at each other look at you and then shake their heads they both deny any time that, on their room. I am gonna leave to go find. <laughs> gonna go where? You don't know where it is. I'm gonna go look around for a whorehouse. Very well. As you wander the streets at night, noticing several dark features now popping into view quite a few people having illicit activities the alleys as you walk by various drugs taken in various ways you see everyone pretty well is strung out in one way or another as a small human child comes up to you and goes lady i'm hungry I'm checking my inventory for something. Get perception check. Hold on. Something specific. I'm looking. Okay, I found it. All right. So I'm rolling perception. Yes, please. Can I? What'd you roll? What? I rolled an 18 and I got a plus 3, so 21. As you start looking down into your coin purse, the eager eyes of the obviously starving young child in front of you, you notice they suddenly dart to the left and right of you as a little grin comes on his face. looks you dead in the eye and says I'm really hungry lady Lula's gonna look like she's rummaging around in her bag and then she's gonna pull out her hand and go here eat this and she's gonna flip him off with her middle finger you do so and as you flip him off all three of the children surrounding you immediately roll to attack. You have a reaction. What do you want to do? I 
I'm not gonna use call. I'm going to uh, fly up into the air out of reach of them. Oh. So what you're going to do is literally just jump out of their grasp. Yeah. I like I'm it. catching this fairy. <clears throat> Very well. bringing up the character sheet. So, as you fly out of the range of one of them, a 17 and a 20 against your armor class. A what? A what? A 17 and a 20 against your armor class. So, a 17... fucking joking. Nope. All three of them. I have a 13. So, with the 17... And the nat 20, you take two hits. <clears throat> As they pull their slingshots back, and immediately fire at you. So you take 3d8 damage. How much damage? 3d8. You take 19 damage as you fly higher and higher into the sky. As you get out of their range, you see them immediately scatter, and you want to try to follow them? No. Or do you want to let them go? No. Couldn't hear you, what? I'm letting them go! Oh. Very well. As they run off, you feel the bruises slowly rising up. You see a small cut. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> How much? Fourteen. You sit there feeling what would have been were it not for your stout mental fortitude the effect of paralyzation washes over you and you feel it pass what do you want to do so i was paralyzed no you were not you just resisted well i'm gonna keep going trying to find bickle Pickle's dead. Pickle Jr. Very well. As you go on trying to find Bickle Jr., you notice a lot of different places. The ruddy porpoise. You notice in <coughs> old-fashioned style, the business district has been separated into two separate parts. The manual labor and the intellectual labor. You see on the side of the manual labor, many warehouses and factories putting out odds and ends. 
On the right, you see bookmakers and magical arts. At the very back on the left, you notice a small sign hanging. Make a perception check. A small sign? Can you hear us? Mm-hmm. I said 20. Ah. Nat or dirty? Dirty. See, it says a satisfactory. It's a what? The Satisfactory. Perception for that? What do you mean perception? What is the... So is that the place I'm trying to find? I don't know, is it? I go there then. You walk up to the door. You see it is locked and barred from the other side. A small window right in front. I have a lock picking kit. You can certainly try. Why the pan? As you slide, the lock picks in. You feel a hard resistance as the lock does not budge. Wait, I think I did that. I did that wrong. Where's my? I have something that uh, helps with all my dex checks. Anything self-related. It's the uh, bracelet that you gave uh, Duridia that she then gave to Lula, and it gives mm -hmm. a plus 10, so I would have a 26. The 26. Remember you managed to unlock the first lock. The first lock? <laughs> Dom, I could hear you laughing about the name of the brothel. Thank you. No, uh, I was just saying, is is the first lock not to your satisfactory? You are there. You're with her. No, I'm outside. Where's she? You mean character wise? Isn't next to mine? He didn't say that. Oh, oh so he's been following we'll, you, hasn't he? So we're both trying to get into the same place now. Mm -hmm. 
then I'm going to go ahead and check out the duel, and I'm going to do my own sleight of hand. I should have about five lock picks I can use. And actually, let me do an investigation check on it to see if there's any mm -hmm. other way to get it. Nineteen. So, when you say look around, what do you mean? Specifically checking out the duel. If there are any traps, if there are any easier ways, if there's any... Ah, uh, like, okay. Uh, Stud buttons, anything like that to allow easy access. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, in that case, as you walk around surveying the area, you notice every single window has been spelled to always reflect whatever it is looking at them. Every time you look, all you can see is not but your own reflection. The door, though weathered and old, made of very sturdy oak with three separate locks, one picked, one still open to, to the regular eye, and you can see the lock behind as the door is barred just through the crack of the wood all right is there any way to open it from outside there is no knob or handle but is there another lock i can pick there is i'm gonna go ahead and try to do a slide of hand and i'm going to try to go ahead and pick lock Hmm. And 16. As you try to pick the second lock, your pick breaks. As this lock has been enchanted to break all keys. Then I go ahead and pick out another one because a lock pick isn't a key. It's a, it's a it's a level and it's a pressure pressure pin so i'm just gonna go ahead and pick lock again and see if i can get it as you said all keys but a lock pick isn't a key all right 21. as you break lock pick after lock pick noticing that this, in fact, is not actually a keyhole. It's a fake keyhole. Designed to stop thieves. Uh, I'm the real keyhole. Uh, Why do you think I said that you could see to the naked eye? Well, you, 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 you had mentioned before that there was a... Uh, I could see past a specific point, correct? You could see through a crack in the door, light around the bar of the door. <clears throat> so essentially, you were seeing the shadow. Can I see inside at all? You can attempt to make a perception check, or this would be... 
This would probably fall under perception. Oh, would perception check, yeah. Would my passive perception of 25 count anything towards this? Only towards the outside of the building. 27. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do a perception check to see if I can see inside. Very well. I will begin to drink heavily, as DMs are wont to do. 17 perception. Looking through the crack in the wall, or the crack in the door, rather, you see in front of you red velvet curtains. It looks like a ladder and a gnome climbing down the ladder, going to one side of the room, grabbing a book, climbing back to the top of the ladder, sitting and reading the book. I'm going to use Misty Step. <laughs> Fails. How would that fail? Because it's supposed to reflect everything, but the only thing is, if I was able to see through it, that should be a gainable access point, should it not? I don't know, should it? Can I roll, can, not roll, can I, can I detect magic? You can certainly try. I would like to. I bet the door is going to light up like a Christmas tree and everything around it. <laughs> In fact, if you want to do that, for this one, you're going to have to make an intelligence check for investigation or arcana. Arcana or intelligence? Well, technically, you need both, but I'll let you take either. I'll do Arcana. Very well. Thirteen. Sorry, what was that? Thirteen. I'm going to send you a private message. Okay. Oh, I have to send it to Apollo. That's right. I have my phone. Oh, no, I, I, I sent it to Apollo because you're on the same computer, so. What do those do? Is there a way to dispel it? <coughs> Didn't roll that high. Can you point this out to me? I just found out what it, and I don't mean, I don't think Lula knows what that is either. Um, I wonder if there's anyone around for her to talk to. Can I do a history check on it to see if I can recognize it? This would actually be uh, a check against your spell save DC for history. So, 
Yeah, so you, you'd have to make either a history or arcana check. Ah, look who it is. You what? are just on time. Lula is trying to break into the brothel. In fact, she's already broken a bunch of lockpicks. It's getting fun. Let's join in, Lula. Okay, I'm rolling for history. 21. Ah, uh, with a 21, this word rattles around in your brain like a broken record. You know that this is an incredibly powerful spell used for a single purpose. If cast over and over, it can make anything almost impregnable. She could have used that spell a couple of campaigns ago. Friggin' right. <laughs> you know what? I don't need this disrespect, guys. Oh, hey, of course you do. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, DM. Yes? Since I can't use Misty Stabius as a teleportation spell, I'm going to go ahead and look back through there, look at the gnome, and I'm going to cast Compelled Duel. Compel what? Compelled duel. I am going. You want to, to challenge him, him to a duel? I am going to give him the sense that I am right outside the duel, and he has to come open it up to deal with me. Do you know that we're even in there? No, he doesn't. No. The only I'm thing that the only thing he knows is that Bickle Junior wrote a note to Lula saying "Gone Horan." So, how does my compelled duel work, Jim? It does not go through the ward. Or the glyph, I should say. Can pray to uh, dispel the glyph? Pray to who? Savannah. Tell you what. Pray to Bickle and I'll give you advantage. To he is the demigod of consent. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. You have advantage on that, right? Uh, yeah, that was with advantage. Very well. Let me hear that prayer to Bickle. A well-meaning, but not quite sure of yourself prayer. Let's see what Bickle thinks. Oh, uh, <clears throat> hold up. Before the prayer. Uh, just for the record, compel duel. Uh, you attempt to compel a creature into a duel. One creature that you can see within range of the spell. And they must make a wisdom saving for on a failed... The creature is drawn to you and compelled to, by divine demand for the duration. It has disadvantage on attack rolls against you, but basically they have to make... Let's see here. Uh, it only moves uh, them into story... your space. Uh, Jesse, long story short, he just moved out of sight. He's sitting on the top of a ladder beside the door now. He's not in front of the door anymore. I just wanted to clarify something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the reason I was getting into that is because the angle doesn't work. Even if he could see, you need to succeed on a wisdom save and also... True. 
It would just why I, I wasn't worried about it. Didn't want to, you know, bog it down. So, Lula, let's hear that prayer. I gotta shit. I'm not good at praying. Would you like some inspirational music? I want. No. Uh, the only thing that's playing in my head right now is the Ocarina of Time, Temple of Time theme going through my mind. As long as you don't play Eye of the Tiger, I will be fine. Now that's going through my mind. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Let my hands give consent to this door so it may open. What? <laughs> give me these hands! You want to get consent from a door? You said not successful prayer, so... Oh, no, it's definitely successful. I just said, like, you know... Like, anyway, please continue. channel Bickle pants through her. Ah... Uh... As you channel Bickle's hands, <laughs> you feel a word coming into your mind. A word that, for some strange reason, resonates with you in a way that you are not quite sure, but you know that you need it. The word. To the door, and you hear... door slides a crack. You see an ear. Password! I know what it is. Well, what is the password? Debauchery! Oh no, I sent it to you in a DM. Check uh, our Dom's DMs. Hold on, checking. Nickel. Sorry, what? Pumpernickel. And the door slides open. And you see the, the small gnomish figure steps his head out and says, we haven't heard that password in many years. From what I remember, that was a password only used by one particular person, and we haven't seen him. I'm curious. How did you get that password? Is his name Bickle? Tez, are you a guest of the Bickle? Bickle was my best friend. If you didn't have his password, I wouldn't believe you. Looking for his son. <clears throat> oh! And then he points past the the uh, the curtains. First, you have to take off the cloaks and the daggers and the weapons, yeah. You also have to leave the. DM. Um, I still have the tattooed hag dagger on me. I am aware of this, and. Okay. For that, you don't even need to try to hide it. They're just not even going to notice. 
and DM. Yes. I'm going to try to slip in unnoticed. Okay. Literally, there's one way in. It's that door, and he let you in. He let the person who spoke the word in. He, he hasn't. He hasn't seen. You're me. with me. I know, but it, it still doesn't mean that he could not have could not have seen me. So I. Can True enough. Yep. Go ahead. Make a stealth check. Let's see if he notices you or not. That is perfectly reasonable. Eighteen. And he gets a saving throw. Probably has a high bonus to it. At 20. Fuck. <laughs> that was confident. As you try to fly in, is this bird with you? I'm, I'm just going to act completely innocent and just perch on his on the shoulder and just start nuzzling. Trying to persuade it, persuade him that I'm I'm friendly and that I'm just a, a just an owl, a normal owl. So the gnome looks at you. Is this your bird? Yes. You stop laughing in your head at me. I can't. Make a deception check. Again, are you technically lying? Claim responsibility for this dumbass. 27. That's a nice bird you got there. Yeah, go ahead. But make sure that you don't do anything untoward to the ladies or they'll rip your head off. Understood. Oh, he gets you to leave your weapons, your cloak. As you walk in and see at the stroke of midnight, Bickle and Tim Hopper surrounded by women wearing almost nothing. Telling, of all things, more stories about Bickle. Tim? And so Bickle ended up catching the thief, and and that's how we got, got the people in the work that in the orc village, uh, respect. That's how he did it, anyways. I, I just beat them all in contests of strength. Uh, Actually, okay. the you said somebody also got them all pregnant, even the guys. Oh yes, I, I believe his name was uh, Johnny John 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 I think it's Black. You have perfect memory. Don't do that. This was before I gained perfect memory. Okay. Point. Let's continue. She's going to hear him talking about trying to name a name, and she's just going to go, Jonathan Splack. And then Bickle Jr. is going to look over, Oh, it's you! You made it! Come meet my vampire friends! And oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to immediately go up to the... The... Um, I'm going to go up to the uh, one with the biggest bosom that I, that I can see, and I'm going to perch on their shoulder and just start making all lovey-dovey, acting like a normal owl. Very well. Have, have you seen an owl before? You're a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just like to burrow. And as as this happens, you guys hear from upstairs. And all of a sudden, one of the doors slams open with a... You see the mistress steps out, yell, I need more oil! And then looks over at Newt and says, I didn't say stop sucking that toe! Slams the door again. Oh, right. And then there's that going on upstairs. I don't know, but he seems to be enjoying himself. I don't really know much about Jonathan Flash. What's he like? He's a fucking asshole. Oh, what did he do to you? He once gave me an STD just by looking at me. Michael Jr. is going to pick up his beer, sip very slowly, like it's the hot tea with a... Oh, by the way, um, this whole time, is uh, Bramble Moss calling it a night, or are you going to be staying up a little late with the rest of the party? Bramble's going to be awake. They Sleeping is, like, not mandatory. Very well. I have fixed your character, so it is back in play. Please use it as you see fit. Would you like to rejoin everyone in the living room? Absolutely. I, And I will happily allow the mistress, madame, to follow me down. Oh, yes. She doesn't sleep. So, after you have your terse, Madam Stillwater leading you grisly downstairs and offering you both a cup of warm mulled wine. Oh, uh, uh, hold on. And I go up to uh, Mr. Moss and go, uh, Mr. Moss, you said you had a uh, potential vampire uh, contraction? Bramble's gonna uh, look up, and their hair is a disaster. Their neck is covered in blood. They are covered in a, in a little black cloak, and they're gonna go, I, uh, Hi. Oh, hi, Tim. Uh, How you doing? And Bickle's gonna go, You had one they... hell of a night! I, I poke you, and you recover from all diseases, and also, if you had any, uh, Body deformities, those are healed too, if you want. Uh, the, and also, you regain 3d10 HP. Actually, sorry, 3d10. Doesn't, doesn't matter, I didn't lose. Four hits. So I didn't 12 lose them. It was very gentle. Okay. Um, very well. Bramble's also, you get like your blood shudder. back. I was going to shudder and go, Tim. I love you. Not quite as much as I love her, but I love you. Oh, uh, um, Adam still water uh, gives a you little... a hearty wink. Oh, this may be a little insensitive, but uh, if at any time any one of you wants your vampirism gone, I, I can revivify. If that's up to you, that's up to you though. And as you say that, Bickle Jr. immediately drops his his kilt, holds up his hands, and says, Who'd like a little sucky-sucky? I've got my fingers ready. Lula, did I say it right? Did I, did I got my fingers ready. Did I say it right? 
that's almost as bad as when I Are said you didn't have a little Oh, uh, Bickle Jr., after hearing about his dad saying, I've got these hands, tried to say it, but instead, I've got my fingers out. Oh, after oh, after dropping dead. his kilt and offering the vampires in the room a little sucky-sucky. You know what? Have a roll for persuasion. I'm the one who rolls for persuasion, thank you. No, it's going to go... You don't have those fingers. You have these hands. And all you hear is just him taking said hand and against his forehead. And then he motions to Lady Agin, asks for a drink. And as you notice, Midnight approaching Lula and Moisty approaching Apollo. Going to try to give you little scritchies behind the neck. Me? No! Moisty to Apollo. I go ahead and, and let them, and I'm going to immediately, I'm going to immediately just end up falling uh, on top of the bosom and saying no. Very well. And then all, all of a sudden, from the top, you hear Mistress Bitch yell, more ball gags and walk back inside. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide who are, them since I'm on top of it. Who, who's getting those things? And also, why does she need oil and ball gags? Tim, lad, I've got these hands. <laughs> I, I don't think Thank that's you, the right context. You're welcome. I tried. Tim, looking all the timing. Come on, I tried. You're doing great, Bickle. Tim, listen, it's it's for Newt. Don't worry about it. It's just remember, we don't kink shame in this house. Just it's don't fine. About it. What's a kink? Madame, you you said you had those books somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, I forgot to put the books. As you see, Mistress Stillwater goes to the fireplace, sets down her cup of wine, and then walks to the stairs, reaches under, and pulls out a small manual that says the ABCs of putting you in me. Bramble's going to tap the, the, the couch beside them and go, Tim? Come here for a minute, buddy. We're going to read a little book. Okay. okay. As she takes the book, she pats the dust off with a... Get constitution saving throw, both of you. Try not to cough at the dust. Uh, for constitution, <coughs> is it just a d20? Must a 20 plus minus? your constitution modifier. Hey, DM. Yo. While I make my way between the bosom, can I roll to see if I can test if if the um, the vampire is a masochist? Okay, first, Bramble Moss coughs like nobody's business rolling a a nat 3 with a negative 1. So with a bad cough, and What's Tim doesn't even seem to notice with the <laughs> right in his face. 
Bramble, let's hear that. Uh, what's it sound like when Bramble gets hit in the face with a bunch of book dust? <laughs> she looks at you, smiles apologetically, and then holds out a hanky. Thank you, madame. I'm and as you wipe the hanky on your dust. face, you notice it cleans you perfectly and remains unsoiled. She gives you a wink and says, it's on the house. As you stuff the hanky into your inventory. Bramble's gonna fucking faint, I swear to God. She Not is really. just so good to you. She, I'm gonna die, because I love this woman more than most things. <laughs> she is so considerate to you. God, like, I might wed this wife. I might wife this... Hold on. I'm what? gonna wife it up. I'm... Okay, the name of our podcast, you want to do what? You want to wife up the the mistress of the brothel. Listen, session one was falling in love. Session two is falling deeper. Session three is the <laughs> marriage. I don't know why this is hard. It wouldn't be the first marriage I've had in game. Actually, there. Uh, if Lula recalls, she was married in dream. I was married off camera. Adorable. Yeah. Bickle was married to his hand. Jonathan Splash was married to both of his hands. And uh, a gimp named Charles. Not, he was actually properly married to an orc. But that didn't count because you don't believe in orc weddings. Anyway, moving on. So, as Bramble, you wipe yourself off and this neat little handkerchief you notice is embroidered and smells faintly of Madame Stillwater's perfume. Uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, I put notes on all the things she gives me, and they just keep getting sappier and sappier. You're welcome. Lady Yagin uh, holds out drinks for everyone, passing them around to everyone except Apollo. Instead, she gives him a big fat cricket. It, it, it says it's a pop-up book. Yeah. <laughs> the sex pop-up book for kids. No, it's not for kids. It's for, you know, the, the ladies who don't know what they're doing when they come here first. Get it? Come here first? I'm hilarious. Bickle Jr. is going to laugh a little bit as uh, he's just going to snort in his drink like... <laughs> as is the way. You sound as nervous so, as I do. As you read through the book, all the women talking and rhyming aloud, as the book rhymes its way to the various position, Doggy's style being the one that most everyone has to turn their head a little bit to the side just to make sure they can fit it in their, in their full field of view. Tim, hiding through his little bunny fingers, there's a Pickle Jr. is taking notes. I look like I'm blushing through my fur. And Bramble and is like, like reading You it can aloud. do that to a butt. <laughs> Bramble's just I reading it I didn't know you like... could do that to a butt. Oh, and then something. Oh, and you can do it sideways too. Oh. Bickle, don't you worry. You can do it any which way you really want as long as you have the effort and the gumption. I, I, I was told. I'm also in a brothel. I need the coin. I was told that you should only do this kind of stuff with the person you love the most. Yeah, okay. Well, listen here, Tim. First of all, people can love more than one person. 
That's called polyamory. Second of all, Bickle, Tim said he's paying. Oh, yes. Uh, um, I covered everyone ta everyone's tab. If he's paying, I'm spraying. Who's first? Bickle, no. What in the world? Bickle, yes! <laughs> all right. You're not allowed to, to participate in pop-up book session anymore. You go find yourself right, something right. to go blow off a little bit of steam. I just I, I, I have one quick question for you before I go. I'm gonna All look right. over at Lula. Going to smile and go, I've got these hands. And you've got that ass. You see where I'm going with this. Bramble is gonna like look Bickle up and down and go, Bickle, you're not my type. <sighs> I respect that, but can I buy you a drink by way of apology? You can buy me as many drinks as you want by way of apology. Alright, fair enough. It's just, it's not polite to not ask. It's easy enough to ask, and if you say no, off you fuck. Alright, so he's going to take 20 gold out of his inventory, and he's going to say, I want a bottle of Snivelblim. This pop-up book's a little gross. I, I have my own pop-up book. It's the little the little dragon and the treasure is his friend. Alright, wait till you get to yeah, chapter two where things that. actually pop up. As he oh uh, asks for a bottle of a very rare dark wine. Can I just point out that Bickle still currently does not have his kilt on? Oh, I'm well aware. Hey, he's preemptive. He's pre-game on this. <laughs> oh, but he, you do not... Like, when, when he goes, I mean, he's in the brothel, and if no one says anything... No one's gonna stop him. I'm not gonna Tim, say anything. It's a free Tim show. May be, Tim Should may I be roll very pious. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Hey, stop it. But he he's not so up his own that he's gonna stop people from doing what they're gonna do. He only stops crying. Oh. For a what? dwarf, he rolled a solid eight inches. He's he's pretty good. He he's dragging between the knees kind of thing. Why was, why was twelve the cap? Is it because he's only that high? A dwarf. I mean, at a certain point, he's it's not more five. of a. It's not wood as more of timber at that point. You you. Uh, <laughs> no. I hate that that came out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. Not that I didn't say that's Tim though. <laughs> so Bickle, not wearing any kilt, decides to sit down on one of the couches as you see Mistress Silwater give a look like, oh, I'm gonna have to clean that later, and then hands him the bottle. <laughs> as he takes the bottle, gives it a, a quick, making sure the liquid is nice and dark. Opposite with a. <laughs> Are you and then pours two glasses well? as you see it gently smokes as it fills the room with a very pleasant, very sharp aroma. I, I got carrot juice. Uh, just as a, a friendly heads up there, Bramble, this is the D&D &D equivalent of Screech. Well, guess what? Bramble like screech. Have you been screeched in? I haven't been screeched in. Excuse you. 
You haven't been screeched in? Uh, no, they don't want to let me try it because they're afraid I'm going to like it too much. Ah, that's not respect. a joke. Respect. All right, so as you take. Irish. <laughs> Wait. Screech is newfie. So I as know. you take your not... uh, your glasses, clicking them together. And then you have to make a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Prime this sharp edge dice. Don't fail me now. That's a 12. That's a 2. So and he immediately, he immediately passes out on the couch. Is it my my d20, my, my negative because I'm a baby, and then times 2? No, no. Roll your d20 twice and take the lower number. Okay. Then add your modifier. This book, rem oh, this book reminds it's... me of my honeymoon. Uh... Um, we had a bunch of exercise, and then I got really tired. And when I w woke up, uh, uh, she said that we had we were gonna have kids. I want to know how long you were asleep for, Cam. I oh, I, no. I sleep a solid four hours every day. So she knew in four hours that you were going to have kids? Uh, I think you're failing to grab the implications of what she did when he was asleep. Oh, I have full knowledge of what he did while she was asleep. I want to know how she knew it took. The rabbits. Horrifying. Thank you. You're welcome. So, as you pass out on the couch with Bickle Jr. on the opposite couch, still not wearing anything from the waist down, Madam Stillwater goes over to Bramble and starts gently stroking her hair as she sleeps and lays down next to her, oh, slowly um, sipping uh, at her drink and pulling a blanket from behind the couch, wrapping you both with it. God, I'm going to die for this woman. Just for the other two players that I haven't met yet, uh, Bramble is they, them, as am I. Uh, but we accept all pronouns. for. Can I tuck them in? You may. You tuck them in as Madame Stillwater sees you trying to tuck in the girl that, no, sorry, the they that they are trying to court and hits your hand with a... Uh, all you hear is... Mine. Mine. I Mine. give a very confused look as I tuck her into. He looks at you tucking her in. Gives you a short nod. And you walk away. Yep. So, Bickle Jr., now with one leg over the couch, has junk on full display towards the fireplace, slowly warming in the evening as the sun begins to come up. Bramble and Bickle Jr. pass out for a solid hour each. As you all notice, the day is just beginning as the sun is not but an hour from rising. You have been awake almost all night. As the girls all look at each other and start to get a little worried. You see Madam Stillwater stands up, takes the blanket off, and then looks at all the girls. They all gather around the fireplace, now completely empty, 
and all crawl inside. You see a tunnel revealing to a storeroom. They all crawl in. I, I guess that's our cue to go to sleep now. Uh, well, well, good night. And, and as, I go off. as you're doing that, Lady Yagin comes back out and says, When the sun rises, this is we have to set. You oh, can um, finish your rest here. There's um, There's plenty of food. The mistress always stays in her room, and it looks like Cinnamon's going to be enjoying your friends, so... <sighs> Tell the little one that, um... I hope they visit soon. And then she's going to walk over to Bramble, with a little kiss in the forehead, whisper in the ear, It was so nice meeting you. And then wander back away. And that's where we're going to take the first break of tonight's game. So, everybody, after this brief message from Snyder's return, we're going to see how I broke one of my characters. See you in a few minutes, everybody. I'm going to be right back. Snyder's Return is a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. We chat with content creators from both mainstream and indie publishers, and we release actual play episodes of systems like our City of Mist game, Meddlers, Monsters and Mabin, and more games coming in the future. We also have a TTRPG review show on YouTube, Fly Like a D6. Come and check us out. You can find us on Twitter, at Return Snyder, Instagram, Snyder's underscore return. You can find us on YouTube, at Snyder's return, Discord, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, and we're back after that quick message from the guys over at Snyder's Return. We rejoined everyone as the morning starts to crest over the horizon. Uh, Bramble Moss, Bickle Jr. both wake up as Lula and Apollo stare around at the now empty brothel with Tim Hopper, who's looking at a pickup, looking at a, a children's book to explain coitus and cringing every other second. <laughs> this is gross. But did you learn anything, little buddy? I learned humans are gross. But, buddy, so are rabbits. So as you all come to, you notice that there are, in fact, separate bedrooms for every single one of you. However, just as you are about to, uh, to decide which bedroom would go to who... You all hear a very similar at the front door as you uh -oh. look over, seeing the gnome rubbing the sleep from his eyes, very tired and ready to call it a shift. His eyes immediately widen as he steps back. A mysterious figure walking in, not relieving himself of his weapons, Sitting down on the middle of the couch and lights a long pipe. Looks at Pickle Jr., who's still not wearing any pants. Shrugs, says to himself, Well, it is a brothel. 
and then takes a long off the pipe. Looking for a Lula. Me? Are you Lula? Hey. I have two things for you. You shouldn't, with respect. He's not even being deceptive. He's just wearing a black robe, a hood pulled over, smoking a long pipe. Bramble's gonna look up from their spot on the couch and be like, Aw, Sue, did you have a good night plant tracking down uh, uh, Tim's I'd call it losing, but it was just embarrassing. You see, he under the, the hood, a smirk. A little. <laughs> and then he pulls out a bag. Plunks it down. Pushes it forward. And then holds out an envelope to Lula. As casually as one could be. I'm sorry, say that again. He's holding out an envelope to you. I it says Lula it. written on it. I, I hesitantly take the envelope. You take the envelope. You see, he goes over to the hearth, taps out his pipe, repacks it, and goes to sit back down. First, grabbing a drink off the table. Takes a seat, relights his pipe, and all you hear is, Well, are you going to open it or what? Uh, uh, did you ha happen to properly seal and package it? I I'm just curious. Cam, your stuff's on the table over here, buddy. Stop looking at the sex book and come look. <clears throat> Lula, you hold the envelope in your hand. It's sealed with an unfamiliar wax seal. What do you want to do? Is there any way I can roll history for the seal? You certainly can. Okay, give me a second. Since Bramble can also see the seal, can I roll a history as well? You, sir. 
And they can. Did you hear me, Doug? Yeah, did you hear us? Uh, no, I couldn't hear you guys. I, I think I for whatever what? reason, your guys' uh, microphone is a little too low. I said 31. 31, very well. So with a 31, you take a look at the wax seal, and you immediately know who it belongs to. This very specifically is the name of the Tangle Strands. You know that this is a very well-respected and well-feared mafia. Are they a threat to me? Are you saying this to the mysterious figure? Yeah. He looks at you, shrugs, gives a little smirk, and then smokes his pipe again. Uh, Can we be friends? Do I already know about them? You're familiar with their seal and their reputation, which is all you should be familiar with. I I stick my paw out to the stranger after I say, "Uh, can we be friends? They don't even acknowledge. They keep tapping their pipe and smoking gently. I'll take that as a maybe. What do you want to do? Well, what exactly does the this gang want from me again? I guess you'll have to open the letter. Alright, I open the letter to read it. You open the letter. First thing... You see the words, Lula, my apologies. Your money has been returned in full, and for the inconvenience, the two who took it from you, well, you left. Told me about an interesting key you might want. And you see small map attached that simply says the vault. Oh, is that the money they took from me? Being taken from me specifically. No, I, I was promised that a uh, 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 mister would get my gold back, but Alright. Your gold is on the table. That's what I was pointing to. <laughs> yep. Alright. I honestly forgot how much money it was. Was it? I know it was a couple thousand gold. I believe he took you for ten. 
Oh yeah, it was ten thousand. There we go. So what? So what, what do you guys want to do? Say? What did the letter say? The letter was giving you their apologies and information about a key they heard you were looking for. Do they describe this key in more detail? They do not. I'm. My interest is immediately. <coughs> I. This is the only thing I'm focusing on for the next foreseeable future until I find that key. Like, nothing else matters but finding the key. Oh, uh, oh, Pickle, I, I, I forgot, I forgot to mention something. What's that? I, I have a son named Pickle. Oh, you do? Oh, congratulations. Um, uh, so the real question is, why do you want this key so bad? Because it will make her happy? Yeah, I want the keys. And it will re well. reunite her with her one true love. As I say, with starry eyes and hands held together. But she already has a drink in her hand. This I, I believe his name My was... life, trust me. Uh, I, I believe his name was Manmop, wasn't it? Manmop, yes. Okay, if you say so. Um, so... What's in it for me? Why, why should I stick with you? I, I appreciate the stories, but I don't know you. I don't, I don't I mean, know. I've known you two days of my life. Why Why should I go risking me ass? Uh, Try to settle what? down, you know. See if I can... Have you found anyone to settle down with? Maybe you'll find someone along the way with us. Well, actually, what I'm really looking for is I'm looking for what killed me mum. I mean, I wonder if if Brimflap would know. He is an he is an almighty powerful <laughs> wizard. Aye, but can he see across countries? I, I think so. He he ended up. Uh, dropping in on our wedding first. First, he talked to us through weird magic he means, and then he said, "And don't forget the scotch." As he landed on my head at the wedding. And why do you put up with him? He's funny. I don't think uh, that's a question you, so. you can feasibly ask him. He kind of puts up with everybody and anything. Well, he puts up with me, so that's about all I knew. I've only known him for about a day. I mean, we've had a drink together, don't get me wrong. But that doesn't exactly make us go and dance and skippy-de-skip through the willows. Uh, 
Well, everyone, no matter how much bad they've done in their life, no matter how much has gone wrong, everyone deserves to have someone to be there to support them. And I'll be that person. As you say this, a mysterious figure stands up, goes up to the hearth one last time, taps with the last of the tobacco out, <coughs> looks at Lula, <coughs> and red in the eye, saying, If you want keys, can you do some work for us? can find more for you. And then walks out. It, it, I, I, as he walks out, I go, it, it won't be anything bad, will it? All you hear is... <laughs> I guess and the question was silly, so... He, he seems like he's a nice guy. Cam, does anybody... I vote we rest nice before we, we tell Bunny Man what's going on. Rest is definitely a good idea. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Moss, you were saying something? Yeah, I said, does anybody ever not look like a good guy to you, Tim? Well, Lula looks like a girl. I, uh, yeah, I should You walked into that one, you did. I walked straight in, eyes closed. Tell you what, we still have a half a bottle of the Snilville Blim left. If you want, we can share it later, but I think I think it's been a day and we all need some rest. Then, if we're going to go looking for these keys, I'm going to need something a little better than information to do that kind of work. That sounds like a load of shit. Um, how much gold would you need? Oh my god, Tim. I'd like an even take and second pick on the loot. Fifth. Failed. Four. One. He goes up and says, I'd shake on it, but I'm naked. Just for the record, there's four people in the group. Or five people in the group. Okay, he didn't get away with being smart. Leave the man alone, he's a little dumb and we love him. <laughs> I'm playing Bickle Jr. Yeah. He is naive. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as he's not last, he's pretty much golden. Alright, so it looks like we have two options for sleep. We can either sleep in this place and, you know, get some rest, or we can try to find a, a place to go and, and rest our bones. I vote here, because I bet the beds are probably cleaner. The beds are super wonderful, I can attest. <laughs> um. Alright, alright. So, waiter, wait, oh, there he is. He's coming, he's coming, the waiter's coming. And he looks down, looks back at the ceiling and goes, yes. Oh, is it too late to get some food? Uh, like anything. The waiter sort of rolls his eyes and says, The only food usually here is sitting on the couch. 
I don't see any food. <laughs> Bramble's gonna pull up her Nicole head. Nicole looks down and goes, Oh, I'll get it. But th is there anywhere that we could possibly get food and maybe even have them bring it to us for a little fee? Are you trying to Uber Eats? <laughs> In my D&D &D world. Are you trying to Uber Eats? No. In my D&D &D world. Skip the dishes, thank you. It's superior. Because they send me free stuff. But probably will now. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, my account right, number yeah. is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually, I do like skip the dishes. It's actually pretty good. They're uh, one of the things that me and I, the other half ordered on. from. So, <clears throat> just for the record, I ordered from Skip the Dishes. The driver insisted that I only use DoorDash from then on. Why? I don't know. But he said only use DoorDash, and I'm like, all right. Maybe he hated you. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> but no, but I'm just, just, how does the waiter respond? Uh, the waiter curious. thinks about it, rubs his chin, then walks back to the front door and grabs a pen and paper. I love this man. Walks back to you guys, puts down the pen and paper, and just says, write what you want. Bramble's gonna look him dead in the eyes and go, I love you, sir. Because Bramble's still kind of drunk. Spinach, kale, grapes, avocado. Tim, pick a, like, pick a meal. Salad with... Uh, why are you naming these things off? Remember he left it for the nobles not to starve? Oh, that's right. Tim, Tim, can, can you add uh, soup? I, I want some yep. soup. I put lower soup. Lula would like biscuits and gravy. Oh, no, wait, never mind. Maybe I want biscuits and gravy. Tosses <laughs> out yeah. the soup. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't say I didn't want soup. All right, put soup next to the soup. Can you go ahead and add on there a dine individual so I can enjoy his innards? I didn't know Ooh. owls could talk. This one can. Sometimes it doesn't shut up. Roll for deception. Yeah. Both of you. Me? Apollo and Lula. I mean, you did say hey. why. Okay. Why? As you told me, he was going to act like nothing more than a regular owl, and suddenly he starts talking. And the waiter and is And you right suddenly here. said, oh, sometimes he talks. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say that um, it wasn't a regular persuasion? owl. You said persuasion or deception? Deception. Deception? I... 15 for me. Hold on. Ow. Also, uh, just for the record, DM, remember, I have... The small orb. Hey, DM. Yes? 30. <clears throat> I rolled a 30. <clears throat> With a roll so high, 
<laughs> he doesn't even question it. <laughs> he's just, it's like I mean, he's in another world blank face. And then you notice that Bickle Jr., he, he waves his hands, he snaps his fingers, and the guy is just staring off into space, and you finally realize he's under the vampire's spell as a thrall. Oh. <laughs> is, is that why he answered me? Because then the guy is me now, and we're going to get married, and, and little batlings? Either that or it's probably because you still smell like her. Oh man, I'm gonna smell like her forever. I have the perfume bottle. True. The perfume that never ends. Is Dom alive? What's going on back there? Don't worry about it. I mean, I, I'm gonna. Are you getting Dom high? I mean, I can Hold dispel on. it, but does Tim even notice this? He's not really good at detecting magic. <laughs> Leave him alone, Tim. Let him be. Like, Tim has no clue that he's under any <laughs> form of enchantment. He's just like, meh. Because Tim wouldn't know. Honestly, I just think he's traumatized from Bickle's dick. I mean, that, yes. Bickle's fair point. Dickle. Bickle scratches his pubes. Just a little... <laughs> no. You just hear it. You guys want to do oh um so i listed a salad with all with uh mm -hmm. kale spinach avocado and grapes the same thing i just listed but just as a salad <laughs> and uh very well so he takes this gigantic list you see bickle drops 50 gold as the waiter then leaves he heads outside you see dawn has risen and you can see the market just beyond the door is starting to set up for the day waiter walks off and while you're waiting what do you guys want to do i'm gonna curl up in a ball and catch the disease yeah bramble's going back under the blanket that smells like the madame and, and they're gonna take a little nappy nap very well so bramble you go back to Mistress Stillwater's... No, I'm staying on the couch. Comfort. He's coming. No, no, I'm this like is her your... bed. I know, I'm staying on the couch because I'm wrapping myself in the blanket that's still left there. Uh -huh. Food's coming. And I'm gonna be, like, curled up in a ball at your feet, so it's kind of like the pet warming up your feet. Ain't nothing happening later tonight. <laughs> oh my god. So, Lula, what are you doing? Say again. Uh, everyone has begun to lay down on the couch and wait for the food to arrive. What do you want to do? I want to go meditate. Very well. Where would you like to go to meditate? They actually have a rather large cordoned-off sitting area with two smaller cushions... Perfect for meditating for someone your size. Perfect. And what does Apollo want to be doing? I'm going to go in there doing? and meditate. And Apollo? 
Well, you already know I'm not going to stay still, so I'm going to try to sneak off without anybody noticing. Stealth check. Very well. Go ahead and make a stealth check. And where are you sneaking to? To the kitchen. That way I can eat my fill. There is no kitchen. That's why he went out for food. That's why we uber the waiter. Well, shit. I didn't catch that. Um, I already put bird bird seed on the list for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and follow. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and follow the Uber Eats guy. Very well. As you follow along, noticing that he stops at a few different stalls, picks up various items and utensils, you see he packs a small bag, puts everything away from fruits, vegetables, the meats, the breads, and you see a person where it says just soup. <laughs> I'm, and I'm you going... see out of a large trough he oh. does, he dishes different kinds of soup. You see him dish out one of biscuits and gravy <clears throat> where the gravy is on the side so it doesn't ruin the biscuit. You see him <laughs> run back food? with the food. <sighs> Sets the food down. Bows. Passes it. Do, do you buy clothes at the store? <clears throat> well, damn. I was going to go ahead and try to cause trouble along the way, stealing extra from the vendors as he, as he goes by them, so everybody starts to hunt him. No. Leave him alone. He's a baby. Stop it. Be nice for once. Okay. I start Just handing out everyone's meals. He's going to get shot. Who, Listen, I, you get my wife shot, I will cry. Uh, uh, who wanted uh, the biscuit Lula, and gravy? Lula, Lula, I... before you start eating, where are we going? Oh, uh, who, who wanted the soup? Me. Here's Susan your soup. Um, alright, and uh, uh, who, who wanted the giant tray of all sorts of cuts of meat? Uh, 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 that was me. I believe Bramble too, but that you, you said you wanted a little bit of this, yes? I will absolutely eat some of your meat, sir. Alright. Uh, 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 would you like me to dunk it in your soup? Oh, hell yeah. Dunker. And, oh, um, and Bickle uh, dunks can... two pieces of meat in the soup, a chunk of bread, splits the bread, and then gives and hands you half. Bickle. Now I have a rather filling meal in front of you. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, uh... Um, Mr. Owl, I didn't know what you wanted, so I got you a couple things. Here's um, some grapes, and uh, uh, here's a bag of uh, bird feed. Okay. I, I also have a sandwich. I'm just going to... <laughs> Shit. Sorry, um... <laughs> I also have a That's sandwich. That's my glasses yes. you're trying to put on me. Um, I, I'm not sure if you wanted bird feed or or animal or what birds normally eat, which would be plants and insects. 
or, or, or just a normal sandwich. So I, I kind of got a few things. And, and also, I got me my salad. Thank you. I'm going to say, and I'm going to disappear with them. So what'd you take? Anything you put in front of me. Okay. Man, that owl can eat. I'm picturing Zoidberg in the I didn't bring my wallet scene. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, they're Four dissecting five, him. One hard-boiled egg. Oh! Same hard-boiled egg. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm curious. Where Would I know where to find the Tangle Strand gang? You can make a history check. I want to make a history check. Thirty again. All the things you've heard, best and the worst thing, is that they kill their victims quickly, with a very thin strand of a garrote, quick and painless. Uh, Never tangle with that strand. Really. Doesn't gang mean a small group of people? No, not small. Gangs aren't always small. But that's what the word usually pertains to. A small group of people or a, a company or a crowd. Think no. Of like, a, like a company, buddy. Alright, well, I have a question for you though, Tim. I was thinking about your healing abilities, and I, I was thinking of something. Now, let's say, argument, there's somebody wearing leather armor, and you cast True Resurrection. Does that mean if the cow is willing, they poof around the person that was wearing them? Actually, how that works, because <clears throat> I actually asked this question to Crick, and my power, my healing isn't that strong. It's only uh, revivify in strength, so I can only do 24 hours. But oh. if you made that armor in 24 hours, and you had all the cows there, then what Crick said was the cow would appear not on the person, but in a separate space within five feet of that is unoccupied. Well, there goes my Saturday night plans. All right, I'm going to eat this and find a bed that's not mine to sleep in for just the night. And as Bickle Jr. says that, you can still hear from upstairs the mistress and Newt just... She doesn't think you guys want to do. They've been sparring for a while. 
Sparring. Right, sure. All right. Does anybody have any objections to me finding the nearest set of clean sheets? No. Nope. All right. As he stretches, gets up, finds himself... All right, I'll be in this far corner, the farthest away from Tim, I presume. Bye! And walks in and closes the door. Tim, do you snore? No. Hmm. I, I do kick my legs sometimes if I'm having a nightmare. Well, that explains that. And as soon as he hears this, he walks back and says, It's not because I don't like you. It's because I'm going to masturbate. And I don't want you to hear it. And he walks back inside. I have very sensitive ear ears. I can hear everything. Yeah. How long did you live with your parents for? Um... Uh... Three, start four weeks. That's probably for the best. And um, I only have a, a few siblings. A, a lot of them died in, in, in the Great Hunt. Right, we're not talking about that anymore, Tim. I want to sleep got, without nightmares. I got my mom to Mantha, my big sis Tanya, my my twin sister Tina, and, and my little sis Tammy, and, and my older sis. Tara and my big bro. This goes Tom. on for a Rambles. while, so let's just go He's to getting the end. up and taking all the food and going up to the mistress's bedroom and just continues walking. They're gone. They're done. And then I got my kids: uh, Tulip, who's a girl; Bickle, who's a boy; uh, Tiffany, who's a girl; Trinity, that is a girl; Task, which Lock. is a boy; Twist, that's a train. As soon as you close the door with a. Dead silent as oh the room is completely soundproof. I love this woman more and more every day. You smell her scent on the sheets. You see her robe lying on the couch in front of you. A small chair with a book half open. Cabinet still open, completely full of Odd magical trinkets. What do you want to do? Uh, Bramble is crawling directly into that bed and very politely putting the food off to the side so they don't get any crumbs in them. And they're going to make themselves a little nest of all the blankets and, and have a little snack and go straight to sleep. You do so, still smelling unmistakable scent of Madame Stillwater. I can't wait to be Bramble Stillwater. <laughs> As the day wears on, Apollo, what do you want to be doing? Is there anywhere particular you'd like to have your character sleep or I'm probably just going to sit right outside. Um, and just enjoyed all the food that was I, I had taken until I passed out. Very well. So, you hang out 
the main area, snacking away, as the waiter, after a brief time, comes to, goes off to another room, this time up the stairs, going into his own bedroom, locking the door. Lula? Yes? Just go throw me a d20 about that meditation. Do you want me to add religion to it? Give me just a second. I do have a religion modifier. And I, I need to find my box. I'm an organized bitch. Okay. Sixteen. Wake from your deep meditation, feeling calm, collected, refreshed, not rested with a mental clarity <clears throat> after considering what was it you meditated on? What thought? Um, I meditated on uh, I'm not saying, sorry. Uh, I don't know, just maybe calming myself she did kind of drink a little and she doesn't really hasn't done that in a while so maybe she's just you know meditating trying to find some peaceful quietness to get rid of the last of the hangover too very very well as you do so then partaking of your food evening an unfamiliar but very comfortable bed awaits you M. hopper where do you want to sleep Oh, Tim's already curled up on a ball on the couch, but you see one of his, his back legs starts to kick a bit. Very well. As the night passes... I feel bad for the couch. The day then winds its way until the early afternoon when everyone arouses to find the vampires themselves just beginning to make themselves up for that day. The sun is not far from setting now. What do you guys want to do? One and two and one and two and one and two. And you see him, him doing lunges and practicing catching things over and over and over again. Throws some salad in his mouth and continues to do his workout. Very well. Mistress Stillwater finds her way in front of her own room, straightening her long, now unnaturally black hair, making herself look 
a little more alive, but with the black lipstick and black dress. Bramble, here's a... As Bramble's gonna rouse themselves and, and get to the door as quickly as possible, still, like, wrapped up in the blanket around their shoulders, and their hair is now straight in the air. And then they open it and look up. Stillwater. Adam Stillwater looks at you. Bed head, makeup askew. Oh, Bramble doesn't wear Reaches makeup. in and kisses you. Bramble just goes weak. They're weak. Their knees are weak. Their arms are weak. They're 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 the happiest they've ever been in their life. Remember, you're back to full on blood too. That's perfectly fine. Thank you, Tim. She uh, <clears throat> just in case she you want to get any ideas. She looks at you, whispers something in your ear, which I'm gonna send to you in a uh, a private message. away after saying she has to get to work. Uh, you hear a commotion as Tim starts uh, benching the couches. I have sent you the private message. Bramble, you're just gonna hear, hear a squeal from upstairs, and then, like, nothing. There's nothing. It might be because they've, they've taken a moment of, uh, rapes. If I hear a squeal, if I hear a squeal, I have 130 feet of movement. I'm taking that couch with me while no, no, I'm doing no. my exercise. No, no, no. Not that kind of squeal. It wasn't that kind of squeal. This, no, it's like, if you were to look at Bramble... This is the kind of squeal they just talked about in the book. Yeah. So basically, I get halfway up the stairs, notice what's going on, and go back going. <sighs> no, back no, she's already night. gone. Bramble's currently like with their knees on the floor, and they're just like their their face is red. They're just staring off into the carpet, having a moment of. Because I thought you were injured for a moment, I run back, I run to you, and run back. That's great. Bramble doesn't notice. <laughs> I'm fast. I'm super fast. I could do that four times over. <laughs> Very well. So as Bickle Jr. makes his way down, after having an enjoyable evening to himself, you see <laughs> he has gathered himself, combed his hair, and waits in the main area for whoever it is to tell them where the hell they're going. He is going to oh, uh pass Bramble on their knees, by the way. The door is still open. Uh, he's just gonna wave. He's gonna wave. A little hand comes. A little hand comes up inside the blanket, still staring at the wall. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, Bickle, you want to hop on? I, I could use some extra weight. Bickle's going to glare at you. Then he's gonna pinch his belly and feel self-conscious. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, and I sat down on the couch. I can help you. We'll start with easy exercises. All right, and stretch. <coughs> and as Bramble comes down, Bickle is going to avoid Tim Hopper and just go, Bramble, how do you put up with this thing? 
Bramble's going to like come out of like a glazed state, look, look at him and go, I met him yesterday. And enough. he kind of reminds me of my little cousin. You know, <coughs> is your little cousin a twat too? Well, you know, when kids are little and they want to show you how fast they are, so they're always like, look at me, and then they run to like the other side of the room and then back. And then they do it again 60 times until they fall down. I keep hoping he's going to fall down. My mother yeah. always laughed when I fell, but yes. Yes, I did too. Uh, yeah, that's how I, that's, I'm waiting for the fall. Although him getting swindled was kind of. <laughs> It shouldn't be that funny. It wouldn't be funny if it wasn't true. <laughs> That's the yeah, you got you nailed Tim off or did me. Oh god, Tim. So Lula, uh, what do you want to do? Um So just kinda like, you know, like waking up and everything. Oh, uh Brandon, Very well. Tim, how do you propose? You've been married. How do you propose? Oh, um, oh. what you do is you look for a special moment where you you know that they're the one, and you go, uh, you get down on one knee, and you present them a ring, and tell them that they're the light of your life, and you don't want to see the darkness. And you don't have the strength to face darkness without them. And ask them if they'll be yours forever. All right. Now I gotta find a ring. Oh, I I have a couple spare. Uh, A lot of people wanted me to have rings for for my proposal. And there's these really fancy ones. And this magic one that has a heartbeat of whoever you give it to. uh, You guys can sense each other's heartbeat. But I'm more of a simple person. And you see a plain, simple golden band around his finger. I think I need to find my own ring because if I give them, I don't want to. I don't. I don't like reusing stuff like that. That doesn't. That just seems tacky. Well, this one here is actually a, a magic, a, a magical gift from a very powerful wizard. Yes, it, but it was it, a gift to you, Tim, not a gift to me. I need to get a ring from me. That it that means something. I can't just give. I can't. I can't just give something to something. I can gift it to you because you're my friend. Tim, I love you, but this. I think this is a moment of self discovery. Uh, all right. And I appreciate the offers, but I think I still need to find my own. I I I can I I I understand. I think the heartbeat ring is a little weird. I yeah, a little bit, honestly. First of all, they're going to And know suddenly time at the door, all of you hear. And suddenly, the waiter takes his little legs running as fast <laughs> as he can to the front door, <laughs> opens it, and you see the mysterious figure still waiting with a very annoyed face. You see, he immediately Uh, walks past you, Tim Hopper, all the way up the stairs and immediately runs into the mistress's room. As soon as you hear that, you hear... Mm. 
conversation with, with Bob or something, right? Would we be having this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Tim, I would just, it's fa it's a family matter. You you let him hash it out. Wait, I'm going to go get cleaned up. Uh, that was awkward. And as soon as you hear that, you see the mysterious figure dragging Newt out by his feet. I mean, he probably He looks at all of you, gives a polite nod, and keeps dragging. All right, I'm gonna. As he's dragging, I'm just walking along and going, um, Mr. Newt, uh, do you think we could uh, uh, spar sometime? It'd be fun, or never arm wrestles uh, later. He is unconscious, being dragged through the the, the brothel. Tim, <laughs> I poke him back, him. <laughs> Tim, leave the man with the wet toes alone. <laughs> as he's walking, I poke him back awake. And just go, uh, can we arm wrestle sometime? As he's being pulled, I'm just walking with him. <laughs> and he gets pulled out the door where the gnome stops you and says, Not a good idea. Okay. Are they parents? No, that's just a bunny hop back. Looks like the end of your job for that mob boss. Bickle looks at Lula and says, All right. So. Where are we going? So I know where to find the the tang the ta what the whatever the fuck they're called gang. Tanglewood. So wanna... the moment Lula wakes up and goes, she's she's being like, all right, guys, we gotta pack up. We gotta find this key. We gotta get going. This key is is we could lose this key at any moment, you know. And she's gonna push, you know, push the, you know make him move fast and stuff like that to get out into the town and everything. Tim is basically running around you in a circle going, I'm ready. Uh, uh, can we, can we uh, go by my village uh, soon? Tim, put on some clothes. Uh, um, okay. And you see a hurricane appears and he's already dressed. Br Bramble's just gonna waddle upstairs. To go get cleaned up. Hmm. And he waddled away, water, water. Yeah, that's pretty much what he's doing. There's a little blanket draped down to the floor. They're not very, <laughs> they're not very sturdy at the moment. They're just, they're just, they're on their way. <laughs> very well. So, <clears throat> as you all get cleaned up, getting ready for the journey. Lula, you managed to find the location is three weeks' walk or two days' carriage away. What about a uh, carriage pulled you by... You know what? I gotta say, we've been doing a lot of traveling, and I think it's time to stop renting shit. We need to own. Oh, I, I actually have, I have a carriage. And I'm way faster than any horse, so. That's what she said. As Bramble starts coming back down the stairs. I can most certainly get us there less than two days. A matter of fact, I probably only take about, uh, if we're comparing my speed to a horse, uh, take less than half a day. 
Uh, Kaylee, if you're wondering, I'm just updating the map. Reflect. Yes, I do, in fact, remember that. So Tim's going to start pulling out the Wagman sec sections out of his bag of holding, realize yep. he can't assemble it Very inside solid. this building. <laughs> and then he's going to go outside and start assembling his wagon again. DM, where would I find a carriage seller? Like, uh, in, like a carriage dealership? In the town of Hummel. <laughs> what? A carriage dealership, like a car dealership. But for carriages. <laughs> I mean, we practically have one right here with Tim. I'm, I'm... I have a wagon that I'm assembling outside the uh, the, the Lula would like to own her own wagon. All right, Tim starts, <laughs> Tim starts disassembling his his uh, wagon again. I, I guess it's not good enough. Oh, now you're gonna make him cry. It's not uh, the first I'm time sorry. I've made him cry. And it like that's hard. Making him cry is like like as easy as. All I have to okay, Tim, Tim, here for a second. Sad puppy. All right. Oh no. See. I I, I can cheer him up. You're gonna cheer yourself up, Tim. I'm gonna cheer the puppy up. W where's the puppy? It's in your. Oh, room. I swear. Uh, do you see? I I I see. I hear. I am. <laughs> Yeah. Knowing in the city of Hummelt, there is only one place to get a carriage, which would be the Royal Carriage House. Oh, let's go there. <coughs> Located directly across the river. My leather pouch. Located directly across the river from the King's Palace. A beautiful view. Amazing timbers. Exorbitant prices. Um, can I ask um, you guys a question? Why is it I don't see anyone walking too fast? Sometimes you just gotta stop and smell the roses, Tam. It, it, it's just, it seems like everyone stops, stops uh, going fast when it comes to 60 feet. Sam, have you ever witnessed me walk? Um, yes. Yeah, it's not getting any faster than that. <laughs> What's have your you seen me walk? By the way? Yes, it's not getting any faster oh. than that. Um, what is... how, how long will it take us to get to this dealership? It's only a few minutes away. Okay, well, I could fly there. It, 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 does anyone want to lift? I can carry you there. Oh, you're definitely carrying me, Tim. I I walk very slow. I walk 25, by the way, to answer your question from before. Oh, I I, I walk 130. I don't know what 130 is, but that's fine. You can still carry me. Just one second, I have to do something. All right. And while while she while she's why they say that, um, Apollo is just going to sit on their head. On my. 
Yep. Bramble's gonna look up and go, Mr. Bird, I'm really sorry. I gotta go kiss a lady goodbye. Um, unless you wanna be there, you know. I'm I'm just going to look at you and just stare for as as long as it'll take for you to break contact. Bramble's gonna very gently reach up with their hands and like lift the bird off of their head and gently place it on top of Tim and go, you stay there little guy and I'll bring you a treat when I come out but I don't think Yay. I can kiss somebody with a bird on my head. I'm, I'm, go I'm gonna go ahead and uh, try to run, run, up, run up their sleeve and perch upon their shoulders. You, How big are I'm, you? I am only... Oh, what did we say? Two feet? No. Yeah, hold on. I have bright yellow eyes, and I am four foot eleven. He's small. Yeah, but how small is he? I am only 11 inches tall. Okay, at least you're, because I'm only three feet, so if you were bigger, I think I would collapse. Yeah, Bramble's going to very gently hand you to Tim this time and go, Tim, can you please hold this sweet little thing? I I don't like people looking at me when I'm already going to be a mess. I'm, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take off again and land on your shoulder, trying for persistence there. Okay, Has any, have you ever witnessed somebody pick up a chicken, like a baby chicken? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Bramble is going to very gently put their hands <laughs> over the wings, cup them with their legs around, with their with their fingers around their legs like a baby chicken, and then their two fingers around their neck, and hand them again to Tim and go, Tim, this one's for you for a few minutes, please. Okay. And I, I, I put my hands around you, and you immediately feel, oh, yes, they're nice and soft. But the moment you struggle against it, it's like concrete. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and, um... Oh. Bramble's running inside. Like, immediately start sprinting. I'm gonna do Misty Step, and I'm just going to go right after flying. Uh, my claws bird use Misty Step! My claws are dispelling your magic, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, anti-magic claws. Oh, you're not touching it. I just... Yes, he is. I've just As you all him. make your yeah. way to the royal carriage house, you meet the owner and proprietor, Valbo Morvin. I am the carriage master. I, as you can tell, am a high elf, which means I have high expectations. I wasn't talking to you, annoying thing. I was talking to the lady. Clearly, I don't have time for the peasantry. Oh, I I'm not allowed to buy... Hush! The adults are talking. The lady... You are saying. Um. 
I'm looking to get a luxury carriage. My dear, here there are no other kinds. I'm finding myself traveling more and more, and I need something that can stand mm. that. That does tend to happen when one becomes more worldly. Nevertheless, I can offer you a few things. What is your price rate? Uh, mine's a uh, hundred thousand gold. Oh, that'll go good as a deposit. I would like to know what your budget would be for something with a bar, maybe a mini bed, a little bit of cushion. My dear, are you not familiar with the Royal Carriage House? I haven't had the chance to browse. I'm new to town. Ah, oh, yes, one could be forgiven. I've yes. had to rent, sadly. Yes, yes, yes. Renting is for the lower class, isn't it? I'll just go and assemble my carriage. I leave. Why is that sad bunny walking away? I'm going to go ahead and um, te um, telepathically make contact with him. And I'm going to say, hey, I've got a good joke. Why did the elf queen see a doctor? I don't care. Because he had low elf esteem. <laughs> He's very proud of himself for that one. He looks at you. Rubs his no, no, like, hold on, hold on. I don't think you realize, IRL, I am looking <laughs> at the computer screen. He has a notepad of jokes for D&D &D responses to different races. These are his elf jokes. He has, like, a list of elf jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so he is in fact proud of that no, that's, I think that's hilarious like that's such a bard thing why aren't you a bard you could take a level on bard later <laughs> as <clears throat> Valbo Morvan pinches the bridge of his nose <clears throat> You swear you can see an aneurysm just popped up in the near future for him. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and relay another joke. And I'm going to ask, hey, do you know why elves were given the gift of magic? He says nothing to his mind. Because that's easier than just making gnomes tie a hand behind their back. That made no sense. <laughs> He's like tilting his head staring at the screen. Anyways, Lula's just gonna <laughs> Lula's just gonna look at the carriage master and go I have a very good price range. Just get me what I want. I'll pay it. <clears throat> 
He smirks, beckons oh. you inside. But before you walk in, he says, Make sure to leave the rabble outside. Lula's going to turn around to the group and go, All right, guys, just wait here a second. I'll, I'll be right back. Don't worry. You see Tim's already assembling his carriage again. Uh, Lula's going to go inside. Pickle Jr. is going to try to pet the horses. Campbell is writing a letter under a tree at the moment. They're they're very involved. Very well. Step inside the the carriage house. You see in front of you Sorry, I was just reading a message. see inside every kind of wood imaginable, from resistant mahogany to durable spruce. You notice fine smell, almost like a, a fine wine permeates the air coming from the wood itself. Each of our carriages is unique in such a way. First, make a little magic. As you see, a from his hand. We add that to outstanding craftsmanship. You see he flicks a, a small chisel in his hand. And then he says, then you add that to elegance. As he sits down with a throwing his robes behind him. All of these things combined make a big price tag, but they also make a product that lasts. So, we can make the interior larger. What we will do with that is we will cast the usual spell. Make it bigger on the inside, as I'm sure you're familiar. <laughs> then, we'll have room for at least two to sleep and four to sit, with a bar built into the side. However, for those more extravagant, we also offer a bathing facility, but that costs much, much more. And that would be more of what you'd call a recreational carriage than just a traveling carriage. Many more amenities, many more coins. And how much would that cost me? We call this one the Mansion on Wheels. As he holds out a small leather-bound book. What does it all include? He flips to the first page. It shows a literal manor house on the inside. Everything you see here, and there. I'm hearing a lot about these luxuries, but not a lot of numbers. I haven't asked yet. 
The one before the mansion. How much was that one? Two hundred and fifty thousand gold. Two hundred and fifty thousand? Yes. Deal. <clears throat> he holds out his hand to shake. It will be ready by the morning. She shakes his Come. hand. What color do you want your carriage? Lula? Black. Very well. I take half now, half upon delivery, with a signed, sealed, and magically bound contract affirming the work to be done. Do you agree to the terms? I do. Very well. He holds out a fine raven quill. If you please. She takes the quill delicately in her hands and signs in thieves' camp. That's not a, a way to sign a signature. Thieves' cant is a way of slipping in a hidden meaning during conversation that takes even longer to get across. Um, then she writes in, what is it, Sylvan is the fey language? Yes. She uh, writes her name yes. in Sylvan. Uh, here it is. During your rogue training, you learn the thieves' cant, a secret mix of dialect, jargon, and code that allows you to hide messages in seemingly normal conversation. Uh, Only another creature that knows these can can understand such messages. So this is literally, like, having specific code words slipped into conversation. Okay, so in instead, instead she's going to sign it in Sylvan, and it's going to be, like, her full, full title name. Like, including the royalties, the, the full name, you know, and... Wife to a powerful wizard. Queen of the Fae. Well, mainly the Queen of the Fae. She's not just a wife to a power. She, she's powerful herself. True. She's not just Obama's wife, guys. She taught at Harvard. She knows <laughs> what she's doing. She is Obama. I miss she's Obama. not just the first lady. She was a professor at Harvard. She knows her stuff. Obama was rad. I liked Obama. I mean, so as the so night bad, progresses, you find enjoying simple things, but getting caught up. And we will end tonight's episode with a little bit of shopping as you all find your way. I'm just opening up my literal shop. Bear with me. <laughs> the murky drum a stone building with brick roof the murky drum stands one story tall it is only frequented a few times by customers going in and out it is filled with odd aromas you notice however everyone seems to walk in unhappy 
and walks out with a rather large grin on their face. Hmm. You walk in. You see a small male halfling. Uh, hi, I'm Otho Melalot. Welcome to my magic shop. He flips a card. How can I help you today? And puts down the cards. Oh, Bramble's gonna look up and say in halfling, Hey, good day, friend! Oh, you speak halfling! I hope so. It was my mother tongue. <laughs> well, as long as, as long as nobody else understands, you're a bunch of idiots. Oh, um, I understand uh, halfling, too. That's fine, too. Oh, so you're the idiot. Got it. Usually they don't identify themselves, but what do you guys want? My ears droop. Uh, well, uh, I was hoping for... Do you happen to have any uh, items that would help? Uh, that uh, you don't have to attune that would be good for a monk? Or you could attune, I guess. Uh, but uh, something good for a monk? Clothes? Well, I do have something, but it's a, it's a little weird. Um, he holds out a set of clothes. Uh, these can be um, these can be changed to pretty well whatever you want. You know, he pinches here and tugs there, and it changes shape and color. This is called anti-armor. And what he explains is that you can only get hit if someone rolls below your base armor class. So I would try to have the lowest armor class possible. So what it would mean is if you have a regular armor class of, say, 12, and they roll a, let's say, 20 plus 12, there's no way they're going to hit you. If they roll a nat 1, it's a crit to you. I I'm all right with armor. I, I, I was kind of hoping for something... I... I, I... I pull out my plus two boomerang. See, this is the only long range I weapon I have, other than that and throwing darts and arrows. But I I would like this to be stronger. It, it, do you happen to have any boomerangs that would be really really cool? He thinks for a second, reaches in the back. And pulls out a bladed boomerang. As non-lethal? Unless it comes in contact with something, a boomerang is designed to return. However, this one deals 1d6 slashing damage. It can be made to be non-lethal if you replace the blade with a blunt instrument. Uh, uh, this, this one here... Uh, returns regardless if I hit. 
Then he puts that down and pulls out three small vials. A sleep spell, a paralyzed spell, and the other one simply doesn't have a label on it. Oh, I didn't even think about potions. Uh, oh, are, are these all the potions you got? And he just looks at you and says, well, the ones that won't kill, yeah. All right. Um, uh, how much are these? Uh, he's going to scratch his chin and go, let me get back to you on that. The, uh, the girls wanted something. He's going to go over to Lula. So what do you want? anything magical right now i just dropped some money on a new uh new ride mm, new ride unless new ride can, new ride unless you can recommend something i might need he's going to turn going to take out a small tarp and he's going to start unfolding it and unfolding it and unfolding it until it gets big enough to fit over just about any size wagon mm. and then he's just going to throw it over a small cabinet immediately cabinet looks as if it's a small empty wagon Throw this on your, uh, your, 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 whatever you're driving, and it looks like something that the thieves won't want. Perfect. And how much are you wanting for that? You see, he starts doing some math. Is this all together, or are you paying individually? What are they getting? Uh, I'm getting oh, some the, the bunny's getting on my nerves and potions. See, I know the feeling. I'm with him a lot more than you. How do you think I feel? Barney, I don't know. I don't judge. Look at, though, a little flush. After being insulted for the second time, Tim's just gonna, gonna walk out. Lula's gonna look at the guys he mentions horny and flush, and she goes, I'm married. And he's going to look at you and go, and I have a math test later. I hope you fail. How much does this cost? Oh, I was just saying things we could both cheat on. I'd rather sew up my own vagina than cheat on my husband. And as Tim Hopper goes to leave, <laughs> he, uh, he looks down the potions, walks over to Tim and says we're on the house if you can tell her to stop burning me. <laughs> uh, Lula? What's Thank up? Thank you for standing up for me. I got your back. You may be annoying, but I, you're part of the fucking group, dude. I'll always be there to heal you. And cure hangovers. Yeah, I'm gonna need that a lot more in the future because I'm gonna start drinking oh, again. Oh, 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 I had, I had, I had a gift for you, but you stopped drinking. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You could cure hangovers and you left me for dead this morning? What the oh, hell, man? Oh, shit! Did Tim not tell you? Yeah, he can totally do that. It's a lifesaver. Oh, um, do you still have a hangover still? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'm mad about it or not now. Um, oh, uh, back to what I wanted to give you. Uh, this here is a bottle of Goodberry wine. It 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 has m many servings and it it does what a good good berries do. I I think it replenishes too. Uh, it has one d four doses and it regains one d four at dawn. Can you type you that? You drink in the chat ball for me. Uh, just a sec. So. No, you're fine. Wine. I just want to be able to copy One, and paste two, it into my inventory. Um, I smelt it, and I don't like alcohol, but it smells actually really good to me. So if you... Uh, if you don't mind drinking, you, you you could use this instead of having to eat. Very well. So, as you hand over the Goodberry wine and stop grilling Otto, he goes he, over he the tarp. He fucking opened his mouth first. Oh, no, no. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. Holds in his hand for the tarp and says, 50 gold. Deal. He takes the 50 and says, there's a couple other odds and ends you might want to think about, but uh, for the most part, you're, you're pretty well good. Um, um, hey, Dan. Yes. You mind typing the potions in the chat, too? Oh, yes. Thank you. You the best. Not a problem. Have you thought about your accommodations outside? I mean, I have a tent. I usually sleep in, in a tunnel I dig. I don't know why. <sighs> Where are you going like to poop? I would like a bed. I don't. I am not a savage animal. I can, um, but I usually don't choose to. I'm going to take off, and I'm going to shit on him and fly out of sight. You do so. Make a stealth check. Twenty-eight. Ula, in front of you, you yes. see this halfling suddenly. Oh! He looks up, can't find where the shit comes from, and wipes his face. Hmm. Um. Goes. That's Bramble's the third time gonna hand this week. Bramble's gonna hand him the cloth that the mistress used on them. That. 
gets everything clean and never gets dirty and go, here you no, go. No, he's already wiped his face off. Oh, okay. Doesn't get rid of the smell. Oh, and then he's going to look around and say, do any of you need a place to poop on your travels? Well, I actually don't need to poop. You see, he shudders a little. Bramble's gonna look at Tim in shock and kind of a little bit of fear and goes, what? Oh, uh, monks don't, uh, when you get strong enough as a monk, you don't need to use the bathroom. Or eat. Uh, or breathe. Uh, or drink water. Tam, you have me. Stop it. Or have any physical connection to the physical world. And we can drift our minds off into the astral plane, too. And as you are going on rambling, the shopkeep has then brought out a collection of enchanted jewelry. Would you guys like to choose one at random or a D100 to be rolled? Uh, let the dice decide. Yeah. We all roll the C then. Very well. Give me just a moment. Oh, um, when I punch anyone, um, I can choose to have them stunned so they can't do anything. Or I can catch... Oh, I, I learned that it can actually heal souls and I can punch ghosts. Did you say so ghost everyone, ghost? roll a D100 oh. for your magical item. Sounds gonna roll two. One for me, one for him. Cool beans. Is this including me? Because uh, Bramble is poor. Everyone. I got a 20. Um... With a also, 20, you have found a diamond blade. A blade made of diamonds. The tang of the blade is silver. It's a pommel of diamond as well. It reflects and refracts light and magic mysteriously. If on an attack you were to add acid, cold, or fire, thunder, you can roll a d8 and add that weapon damage. So this is very much a weapon for a, a brawler type. I got a knife. Bramble got a 29. 29. You have found the prankster's gold. A liquid that turns into 100 gold and recently minted gold coins for 24 hours after being poured out of the vial before turning into an odorless gas. The vials are both sold individually and in bulk in different sizes. Understandably, no one in this marketplace except gold coins is a form of tender. So. You find a bottle of a liquid 100 gold that's only there for 24 hours. Anybody else seen the meme that says, wow, this is useless? 
<laughs> All right, who rolled what next? Um, well, we were going to let you pick, Doug, which one gets switched for our roll. Uh, I'll just roll two D100 and see what happens. No, we already rolled. We got an 82 and a 14. Oh, 82 and a 14. Okay, so with oh, a 14... We were gonna let you pick. Um, well, if you guys just wanted to go with the 14. Yeah, we'll go with that. Oh! A portable peephole. Does this count as a silvered weapon, too? That'll be Apollo's. Considering you said it had silver on it? Yes, it would be a silvered weapon. A portable peephole fashioned in the, like the circle of steel about a half as large as a human fist. The corrugated end is placed at the surface of a solid object, then rotated clockwise, causing it to sink into the surface. This creates a visual hole as an illusion rather than an actual aperture all the way through the end of the object. To remove, one would grasp and turn counterclockwise. So you could see through any wall without setting off traps now. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 Lula. Hmm. Torture wine. Tastes like delicious oh. fine wine. After a long rest, we become overwhelmed with pain and unable to move or take actions for 24 hours. During this time, they must make a wisdom saving throw or they will be emotionally scarred from the experience. A negative one to permanent charisma. Thank you! Imagine getting, like, captured and saying, like, no, not my favorite wine. No, glug, 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 ha, ha, glug, glug. Oh, you're going to suffer tomorrow. What, a hangover? <laughs> sure. Have I missed anyone? Or would anyone like to re-roll once? I mean, I have a, I have a knife. If you want to re-roll, you've got to take the second one. It's only fair. I'll keep. I'll keep the knife. Uh, Tim just calls it a knife. Brandon, what do you think? Would you like to try for another object, or would you like to stick with your? Um... I'm not gonna lie. That thing's not gonna be very useful to you. No, not to Bramble because Bramble won't cheat. Um, I'll. I'll take. No. The, I'll take the re-roll. Very well. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll another D100. I like giving people second chances. 55. 55. What is it, DM? DM. I'm scrolling down. Down, down, down. It's a scroll of down? Wow. Uh, okay, I'll take a shot. Oh no, oh no. It is a mechanical arm that can crack any safe. Yes! However, they want a 
a portion of the goods. A human with mechanical arm claims they can crack me safe for the right price. Oh no, it's well not a human with mechanical arm. It's a mechanical arm. Oh okay. I was just reading the description. Why did I immediately think of the Peter Griffin taking out uh, someone to do uh, math questions for him? So do I have to pay the arm? You have yes. to give it a portion. Okay, so I have to pay the arm. That's fair. So, just think though. Any safe. What happens if there's only one item in the safe? Do you just give it an IOU? I would assume you would make a deal before going into the safe for either money or a share of the goods. So does this hand communicate through sign language or does it just up and down, yes and no? Ladder. Okay. Cool. You simply make it an offer and it agrees... Or refuses, but you only get to make two offers. Okay, I'll add that as a note to it. Speaking of notes, Ramble, make a perception check. Oh no. I get to That's re-roll a nat that. One. I get to re-roll that. I'm a halfling and I'm lucky. That's a nat one. But I'm a but use I'm the a lucky halfling. Or use the lucky ability. I am a lucky man. You did get lucky. I did get lucky. Um so I'm gonna re-roll. We also that. got banned in Russia too, so that's fun. It's fine. We got really lucky. Oh yeah. I was actually just reading the news earlier. Apparently Putin is afraid of assassination attempts. Like, good. No no good person should be worried about assassination attempts. Oh, God. Okay, I, I mean, no one's tried to kill me yet. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. No, many people have died. Never mind. Okay, I'm not going to look. I can't look. This hurts me. I'm afraid. You got a five. Oh, why am I doing so badly tonight? Here's the thing, this one. perception check was going to be, as long as you rolled higher than that one, you would have been fine. Oh. As you that... reach into your pocket, putting away your new find items, you feel a... There's an envelope in your pocket. I'm pulling it out. It says... Have a good day at work, sweetie. With a pair of lips in deep red lipstick. Signed, Stillwater. Bramble's going to take a look at that. Their entire body's going to go red, and they're going to slam their hands down on the desk and be like, Sir, I need to know where to find the prettiest ring in the world. And that's where we're going to end tonight's game. Oh, everyone, thanks for listening, especially the guys over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice, where the hoodie we're going to be giving away. So whether you choose the Librarian Barbarian, whether you choose the Warlock, the Phantom, it doesn't matter. We want to hear about it. Of course, love over to the guys over at the Real Fresh channel, Oz9.
D&D adventure, Snyder's Return, Lizards and Locations. Everybody, we will be back next week to figure out who's going to be taking home a hoodie and who's going to be taking home a ring. Night, everybody. Night. Night. Oh.